0: And one of them I've already indicated. And that is, go to the vocabulary on 90 to 91. I've already indicated that the verb ginomai, the second word, works just like aimi, the third word. Ginomai, genesomai, egenomen, it's a deponent. And then, oddly enough, there is an aorist passive. And how the heck can you have a passive of an intransitive verb? I don't know. And it's hard to determine what that sixth principal part actually does that is different from the third principal part. Here is my observation, Matthew. I think in usage the sixth principle part tends to be used by authors a little bit more than the third if you want to have the I was proved to be meaning, with egenomen meaning I became or something like that. But I wouldn't be sure of that at all. So it's, for some reason, they felt that it was possible to actually use a sixth principle part of ginomai And it does occur so that principle part six and three are basically equivalents. Sort of stylistic differences. Authors. Authors. The Bible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You will see the third principal part or you will see the sixth principal part. I would have to say, Wendell that the ones who are being more classically oriented will tend to use the third principle part. Yeah, hmm One more thing, then we take your questions. Pa- uh, page 92, sentence D, E1D. Last line, apistoi. I want to comment on that form. Take a look at the vocabulary Pistos, it's about six from the end. Pistos means faithful. Greek in negating uses the so-called alpha privative. You know the word deprivation. It means Alpha to deprive. Do we have examples of this in English? Sure. Atheist. Atypical. typical. A moral. Anomaly. Asynchronous. All those kinds of words, the a is an alpha privative. Now you'll notice with the kinds of words that I used, like atypical, asynchronous, Anomaly. Those are all kind of technical words. What did Latin do? Latin used in or un, innumerable, unmentionable, incomprehensible, invaluable. All right, now, the alpha privatives is the way. Greek does this, and you can see that in that adjective. I underlined it. You didn't have the vocabulary word "Ah, apistos, okay? But knowing the alpha privative principle, you should be able to say, ah, pistos I know, Ah, apistos is the negative of that, unfaithful. Right, and by the way, the alpha privatives are interesting in this. They always have a recessive accent. So, the the regular adjective was pistos. This is ah pistos. And they probably did that just to emphasize it. Mm -hmm. Let's take a look at the examples on page 90, 15, 16, and 17, 15, 16, and 17. Now, Hoy in the village saw me. Well, who are those? Hoy in the village. The people in the village. Either males or mixed group. I saw tas in the village. I saw, now here, Krista, I saw feminine plurals. It doesn't mean like churches or something like that. You know, not unless there be some context that would just drive you in that direction. Yeah, yeah, if in the paragraph, yeah, if in the paragraph we're discussing ecclesiae or something, you could do it. Otherwise, it's just this. And then, 17, I saw ta in the boat, is not going to be the children in the boat, unless you have a whole discussion of children in front of that, or sheep, or something like that. Otherwise, it's the stuff in the boat, the things in the boat. Right, right. Now. Um, I, I'm going to put up something very specific here to try to forestall a problem that you might have in the exercises. I want I'm going to specifically put these up next to each other. We're going to use I saw. I saw. Now look at these two sentences. <clears throat> what is the difference? You have had the b- lower one many times. The upper one is the new lesson. You'll do fine with that. When I start mixing them together, about half the class is going to go out to lunch. All right, Pat, Can you do either one? Either one. one. Well, tell me which one you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not the same. They're not the same. The bottom is what you got in Chapter 10. The top is what's in this chapter. All right. Now, take a look at Newt. That's chuffed. Right there. That's chuffed, folks. All right. Go ahead, Newt. One or both. Either one or both. One. You're looking chuffed, so let's go with them both. I saw the man in the village. Right, which is identifying which guy. Yeah. Right. And I saw them in the village. Yes. I saw them in the village. Or let's make it the same thing here. What would that be, Newt? I saw him in the village. Now, that's predicate position. I saw him in the village. This is identifying which guy you saw. This is just saying, I saw him in the village. Right, right. The top sentence does not mean, I saw him in the village. That's the bottom sentence, I saw him in the village. When you want to say him, then that's the personal pronoun. The top one is literally, I saw the masculine singular in the village that's what it literally is no it's not more specific it is identifying which guy you saw not telling I saw him some guy I know and this is where I saw him in the village exactly it's adverbial versus adjectival that's exactly right it's adverbial versus adjectival and the other thing is, this is assuming now. This sentence right here is assuming an anthropon at the end of that sentence. Okay? It's assuming an anthropon at the end of that sentence. In attributive position for this. Ente come. Right. Right. This is an arrow here. I don't want to make this look like a knee. This is an arrow here. Yeah. That guy that Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the guy in the village. Right. Mm-hmm. The second one, you have to be inside the village in order to see... Ex- yeah, to him. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is where the seeing's taking place and all that. This is, this is why I like that sentence in the exercise about, I bought the horse in the village. See? So, I bought the horse. Hey, the auction was in the village. As opposed to, I bought the horse in the village. There was another one for sale. That was outside of town. I didn't buy that one. This was a better deal. So I bought the horse in the village. Now, presumably, I also bought it in the village. But I'm not worried about that. See, I'm only worried about which one I bought. So let's check this again on page 92. Sentences E and F. I think what gets people mixed up with sentence F is especially when you compare it to E. E tells you where the purchase took place, okay? F tells you which horse you bought. Now, you probably bought it in the village. But I'm not worried about that. I am just telling you which horse you bought. And you know what? Maybe I didn't buy it in the village. Maybe I bought the horse in the village, and they were holding an auction outside of town, and they had the two of them there. The one from outside of town, the blacksmith's horse in the village. I bought the horse in the village. But that actual purchase might have been made on the edge of town. See, So F is telling you which horse you bought. E is telling you where the purchase took place.